This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. I am Monique. And I am Sydney. Daddy, you know why I smile every time I say that? Tell me why. Because it puts me in mind of Miss Dalfire. Remember, Mr. Hello! <laughs> That's right. That's and it just brings a smile to my face. Well, I'm glad. How are you doing today, my baby? Super fantastic. You know all that. We drove in together. <laughs> yes, we did, Daddy. But you know, we just is called banter. That's it. All That's right. All, it's all right. All right. So, okay. Now, today, baby, we were going to talk about several different things, but this one just really stuck out because it's going on right now. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about, Daddy? Is there a double standard for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? And when you say double standard, because some of us don't know what double standard is, what do you mean by double standard? Does Is it okay for un- Bill O'Reilly's of the world to do certain things, to get away with certain things, where other people are not able to get away with it? Now, for those of you who may not know about the Bill O'Reilly situation, Bill O'Reilly has been accused of being inappropriate. And if you don't know who Bill O'Reilly is, he is a... The number one commentator for Fox. He is Fox. He is Foxy. He is Foxy Roxy. He's Foxy. Foxy Bill. And Foxy Bill been putting his Roxies up. Okay. Foxy didn't went too far. Okay. Because there are some women that they came out years ago and they actually got paid. They said $13 million was divided amongst some women mm-hmm. that said that Bill had touched them and said inappropriate things to them. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's resurfaced. And some women are saying again that Bill has been out of order with them. Mm-hmm. Fox, from our understanding, is saying we're going to be supportive of him. We're going to back him. We're not going to let him go because he is the number one news commentator that we have on this network. And Bill O'Reilly, when he came on last night, spoke as if as if he's never done anything inappropriately. Well, he didn't speak with about anything regarding the situation. So, you know, it was just, uh, what do you want to say, par for the course, just, you know, work as usual. Well, when they say, because people are saying, too, Donald Trump has backed Bill O'Reilly. Ed knows better. And says, you know, I don't think he did anything wrong. And when you hear a man say, I don't think he did anything wrong, but he says in a recording, I grabs him in the pussy. Right. And, uh, okay. And Ed Knows Better was saying, you're seeing why people like Trump or Trump shouldn't be the face of this country because of base, basically of what he supports. Because, you know, is there a double standard? When you see the irony of a Bill O'Reilly who, ironically, that, that there's going to be several ironic topics that I'm about to speak about. Number one, Bill O'Reilly who throughout the history of his show has had an issue with hip-hop artists, okay, Mm. because of their misogynistic values and views as he perceived it. By the way, none of the women in those videos were ever forced that I know of at gunpoint to be in what one would call a provocative outfit. But then you have uh, Ludacris dropped from Pepsi, okay, Back in the day, because he felt that he didn't represent uh, a positive image, especially as it pertained towards women. Women, ironically, now we're dealing with him 
taking advantage of women, making inappropriate comments uh, uh, towards women. And uh, there's reports of him choking his wife. Mm -hmm. you, but he's still there. But Ludacris got dropped. And I never heard. I, I, I never heard about this cat being the dude that was going to mistreat and do things wrong. But still he rises. Brother Bill O'Reilly. Well, you know, they came out with a song years ago, and I don't think people understood it. They said, don't mess with Bill. Don't mess with no, Bill. No, 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 no. We're going to the line, y'all. 404-832-2963. Hey, you on with Monique and Sydney? What's your name? How you doing? My name is Ngozi. Hey, Ngozi. How you doing, sis? Where you calling from? I'm calling from Philadelphia. Let's talk about it. All right. So, you know, the bottom line is this. You know, I'm, I'm 48 years old, you know, and the thing is, is that, when it's all said and done, women will always be the object of men's desires, perversion, and all these other things that goes on. The irony of it is because since it's still embedded in most men that women, you know, their entitlement to us, these are the things that go on. And while a lot of times it can be swept under the rug or it can be, you know, paid off to some extent because technically to men, to some men, we are supposed to be okay with the constant harassment. or well, they don't call it harassment. They might call it attention. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing is, yes. is that <laughs> the thing is, is that we even some women we can be very sexist as well in terms of they might feel like a woman should give up. You know, because when it, the, the double standard of women is that we're told not to have sex until we're married, right? Mm -hmm. And then we turn around if we don't give the man any, we'll be why you didn't give him some? Give him some. You, you should have let the man have some. Why? You know, he, 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 you know, he buying you this, he doing this. Why you didn't give him some? But as soon as we give him some, then we're whores. You know, so it's like we 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 don't know where we're coming or going. Sometimes when we do when we do a thing where we own our sexuality, it's an issue. Hence, the you know, double standard. it's an issue. Um, if we don't own it enough, it's an issue. You know, so it's like you know, I'm not surprised with this Bill O'Reilly, whether he's white or black. We all know the white holds; they they tend to get away with a lot more. The thing is, is that when it comes to women, unfortunately, he can do; they can do whatever they want to do. We'll end up doing this whole thing of either not telling it right away. Or we're shamed for telling it, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's brushed under the it's brushed under the rug. Trump, him being all like, oh, he's a good guy and everything. We should have known that was going to come out of his mouth because we already know that he's a sexist. We knew he was a sexist way before we even heard the tape about grabbing the vagina. We knew about that. Thank you very much. We for appreciate coming. the call, baby. Coming. Absolutely. You know, uh, Sherry215, I absolutely love her because she said, I wish somebody would grab me in my vajayjay because I got a penis. Okay. <laughs> I'm a transgender. That, 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 that'll shut it down. That, that'll shut it down surprise, right there. Surprise, That'll shut it down right there. But she speaks to a double standard that, you know, women have to endure. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times, you know, when you see situations like this with, in, in quotes, men being in power, that they feel that there's a level of entitlement to the the coochie, mm -hmm. and you can approach in a in a way that may be less than appropriate. Now we don't want to be under the false impression that there are not some powerful women out there that would potentially do the same thing, but there still in lies the double standard because if the average woman tried that, it may be some difficulty. She still probably get knocked down. But um, and then she would rise again. But there would probably be no issue with that because all was done in secrecy. But that's another story. But when you look at Brother Bill, it's just interesting that you hear um, him being so harsh towards uh, comment, towards ludicrous. And these are actual people coming out where you had to pay 13 million dollars to them to keep them quiet and. There's a lady that was on the other day who I can't call her name. She called the hotline but was threatened to that he would sue her if he spoke out about it. Let's We're go to the We're talking about it, y'all. Is there a double standard with the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. What's your name? Oh, my name's Randy. 
Hey, Randy, how you doing, baby? I'm doing all right, Monique. First, first of all, I love you. I love you back, <laughs> baby. All right, but uh, this this all I want to say, just like um, this stuff they're going, that Trump was doing, you know, and and Bill doing. Now you want to see double standards? Let that ha- let that be uh, President uh, Obama and see how people would have flipped the script. Then you know what I'm saying? No doubt. Thank you, baby. No. But see, Daddy, right, you have thank you, brother. It is such a double standard. They're talking about President Obama. If, 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 if Barack Obama would have did anything remotely close or said anything remotely close to Trump, right. it would have been a problem. Oh, yeah. Well, let's take the presidents out of it, mm-hmm. and let's go to entertainers. Bill O'Reilly, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about a double standard, Bill Cosby has not been convicted of anything. He has been accused, mm-hmm. but he's not been convicted. But he's been treated as if he's been convicted. They took his uh, star away. I mean, they just start taking shit away. Now, it may be rightfully so. However, how do you treat one bill that way and you take another bill and you say, we're going to stand behind him and support him? And we paid these women off. So we're talking about double standards with the Bill O'Reilly's of the world. Let's go to the lines 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Yeah, this is Jay from Brooklyn, New York. What's up, Jay? Yo, what's up? My sister Mo, what's going down, sis? Hey, baby. Yeah, I just want to let you know, uh, to get to the point, when 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 we call Donald Trump was getting voted for president and he talking about grab, grab, grabbing women's cookies or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell these people, why they want to vote for the man? You know what I mean? And with Bill O'Reilly, I don't like that dude. Because he tell, he asked he asked you questions, right? But he wanna mix up the questions that you did not say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's like that dude on CNN. You know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And to me that's not right. Why you wanna mix up a word that somebody did not say and try making something that that's not true? That's backwards and stupid and that's being a coward. From my point of view. We appreciate that. Thank you, Brother Jay. We're talking about it, y'all. Is there a double standard with the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? And if you're just joining in, uh, Bill O'Reilly, who is a, uh, what would you call him? A commentator. A commentator for Fox Mm -hmm. Fox Network, has been accused, once again, of being inappropriate with women. Um, Some years ago, they paid a $13 million settlement to be divided amongst several women. And now he's right back in the same place and still allowed to do his show. Um, There has been some sponsors that has pulled out of his show. However, they've not pulled out of the network. And you have women saying now, what do we do with these sponsors? Because what you're saying is if Fox is going to stand behind a man who they've already had to do a settlement for $13 million. Now they're back in the same place again. Do the supporters, the people that watch this network, are they now saying we're going to stop watching the network altogether if these sponsors don't pull out, period? Because what is it that y'all are supporting? We're talking about the double standards with the Bill O'Reilly's of the world. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Hi, Monique. Hi, Sydney. This is Renee. Hey, hey. Hey, baby. Good. Good. Listen, I, I do believe that there are double standards, but in these situations, I don't understand why the women make these accusations. They they get a lawsuit going on. They settle underneath the underneath the table, and then you don't hear anything else about it. If this is really they feel that their rights or something is really being violated, why not go all the way and expose him so this way they can then rally around and get rid of him? Very good and point. And my second thing is that there are some women that are all in the workforce, me being a woman, and I've seen them make advantage uh, at men, and they use that sometimes to get up. So now where the men think sometimes it's play, play time, and then those that don't want to be involved wind up getting and having these issues kind of brung upon them. Absolutely. Thank you, baby. Good point. Well, I mean, you know, back in the day of a situation where it wasn't higher ups. Yes. And it was an individual that used to play a certain way that was a female with a male. And that female was married and that female's husband found out and then tried to play as if, you know, this ain't something we normally do. And you were called into the mix, if I'm not mistaken, 
to speak to the husband who knew you very well and you had to say? I had to say, yo, your wife brought that on herself because there were times they were playing sit on each other's lap. You touch me, I touch you. We walk by each other, we do a little slip in and slip out, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. Now, it's not my business at the time because mm-hmm. everybody grown. That's what they do. And if that's what y'all doing, hey, I ain't got nothing to touch do with it. that. But then that sister wanted to bring charges up on that man because one day her husband visited where we were, and he saw the man be... What he thought was inappropriate with his wife, but what he didn't realize was that's how they play, and that man didn't know you were her husband. He just thought you was another cat around the scene. Mm-hmm. So when he see his play girl, I'm a play. So the way she responded was like, oh, my God, he put his hands on me, and I'm looking like, bitch, are you getting ready to do this to this cat? Like, I, I couldn't stand by and watch watch. That sister take that brother's livelihood away, knowing that this was something that y'all just did. So, she- and that's just from a standpoint of folks at a regular, everyday, day in and day out gig, and the world can't see them at large for them to hold up airs. But it's just the people in the surrounding areas that are looking at him, but look at the lens that she was about to go through. So when you see a Bill mm-hmm. O'Reilly who has millions of people who follow him, he's the man over at Fox. He's the guy. Now there's going to be excuses, explanations, paychecks, and despite the fact there's a history, and Crescendo J earlier said, and please excuse me for destroying your handle, I believe said earlier, oftentimes you see people of color that their careers may be ended or hampered due to rumors, but you see other individuals who happen to be Caucasian that their careers go on and you have facts. Mm. And that's some poignant shit to say because when you say that, when you hear Donald Trump say what he said, let's put Bill O'Reilly to the side, but then he agrees with Bill O'Reilly. But he says, I go and I grab that pussy because I'm a superstar. You know, when Mm -hmm. you're a star, this is what you can do. And still, he's nominated into office. And you can then find this is the same man who's going to argue with you on President Barack Obama didn't have as many people turn out for for, for, for the inauguration as... I did. Mm -hmm. Now, you can clearly see this is inaccurate. So you have to say to yourself, if we live in a world where people will tell you that this is not correct and you are looking at a picture and they're still defending it, what will they say when there are no pictures? When there are no proof? How can you then believe that? Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We're talking about it, my babies. Is there a double standard for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? Bill O'Reilly right now is back in the hot seat for being inappropriate with women. They already settled a lawsuit. Now they're back at it again. And... The powers that be at Fox are saying we will stand by him. We will support him. Some of the sponsors, I know, I think Mercedes-Benz was the first one to pull out. And then there were several others that followed. But what they did was they just sent them to other shows. They didn't pull them all the way out. And I saw someone just put down here in the room. They said, well, if we don't watch Fox, it doesn't change the facts. It doesn't change the facts, but it could change the situation. Mm-hmm. The facts are the facts. That, that, that's not going to change. You're absolutely right. But it can change the situation. And I think that we've gotten to a place where, as someone put, we've gotten so desensitized. It's like, okay, on to the next. And I'll ask Carla who called in when she spoke about that there is a difference that transpired when you are a white male and you have you know, money, but as, and kind of push that along, like, you know, we, we already know that, but it's like, but why, but why? And what we have to ask ourselves, which is bigger than Bill O'Reilly, because it's not, this is not specific to any color of man or woman, but it's really specific to, I was watching the other day, 
uh, Sports Center with Stephen A. Smith and I forgot the other, Max Kellerman, I believe his name. And they were having a conversation in reference to Tony Romo uh, going to CBS and stepping away from football. And Stephen A. Smith was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. He's like, look, let's keep this in perspective. You are talking about this man as if he's dead and he's not dead. What We walk around here every day and we see Donovan McNabb, who's gone to two championship playoff games, Maggie Yards runs the stats down, and we ain't talking about him when he retired in the same way that we're talking about Tony Romo. Yes. And you begin to say, why is that? And he said it's because of the likability factor. It's because people will forego the facts of the matter if they like you. And that's what's unfair. And that's what's unfair. We're talking about a Charles Ed Double Standard for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world. We're going to the lines 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Hello. Hello. You're on with Monique hey, and Sydney. Talk to us. Don't interrupt me. Oh, I like it. Come on. Talk to us. Anyways, like I was saying, uh, I was just calling the... I, before I start, I just want to know what's the topic of conversation. The topic of conversation is, is there a double standard for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? What the hell is a Bill O'Reilly? Hey, it's been good talking to you. We appreciate you calling in. Enjoy your day. Yes, indeed, baby. He just wanted to call a number and say some shit. He wanted to say some shit. That's what he felt like. That's what we're dealing with on this show today. Is there a double standard for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? Okay, did I sing that? Yes. That's what we're dealing with. And you know what, Daddy, too? Just before we go back to the lines, you make a really good point, but I think what we're not really addressing, and I think that, and, and maybe I'm... I, maybe I am not all the way um, clear in what I'm getting ready to say, but I want to be. When you hear Stephen A. I know, baby, right? When you hear Stephen A. Smith say Tony Romo, Donovan McNabb, right? Donovan McNabb's stats far outweigh Tony Romo's. But when they see Donovan McNabb around the office, say, what's up, D? What's up, D. Nab? With the lack of respect. Now I had. He said, I got the resume, mm -hmm. I put it up, mm -hmm. but we, and when I say we, the brothers and the sisters, we don't value each other. Mm -hmm. See, when the brothers see him around that center, and they see him around the complex, they're not saying with a respect of, McNabb, brother, what's up? But when you see Tony Romo, you bow down. There's a black man, there's a white man. That black man's stats far supersedes Tony Romo's stats. I never heard nobody having a dislike for Donovan McNabb. He had the chunky soup and his mama. He had the chunky soup with the mama. mama. So, and that's what made me get that goddamn corn chowder chunky. Because of Donovan McNabb and his mama, baby. So when you say the likability, is it the likability or is it the color of the skin? Again, I, I, I think there are aspects where there's the color of the skin that has value because you're associated with individuals and who may look exactly like you. But then you see situations where they look exactly like you and it has no value at all. What it basically is going to come down is to is the likability of the person and what we believe because we will begin to make excuses for people that we like. But mm. when you really love them, you can't make excuses. You got to have accountability for it. We're talking about it, babies. Is there a double standard for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? 404-832-2963. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. There it is, baby. We're talking about it. And I think that if more of us talked about it, that's when we actually deal with it. But no one's really addressing it head on. It's almost like we're going to play with it and we're going to dance around it. But when you say, and someone said, well, why is it that these women just take the money? I know Renee was saying, why do they just take the money? It's the principle. It is the principle. It is. It is the principle. I agree. But God damn it, sometimes your pocketbook going to start hurting. Let's start hitting you in your wallet so you'll watch your damn mouth. Yeah, we can go all the way to the, to the, to the edge with it. We can go to the mat. But you got to pay for that. So we're dealing with it, y'all. Double standards for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world, 404-832-2963. Come on, let's talk about it. 
I'm Hello? Gonna... Hello? Hey, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm calling back. This is Ngozi again. Um, Hi, Ngozi. I'll ask you a question, Monique. I know you, you've done radio. You've done uh, before you um, before this one. And um, you also had your own television show for, uh, for, for a time. Yes. Didn't you, have to write, didn't you have to sign a morals clause or something? Um, or wasn't that included in your um, contract? A morals code? Morris calls, you know, like um, if you do something, um, something that's considered immoral, well, you can be fired from the uh, network. Yes, yes, that, that okay. that's almost standard in contracts. Uh huh. Okay, so didn't Bill Riley sign one of those? I'm sure he has. <laughs> well, you, you got to take in consideration a morals clause is a, a a clause that has to be um, what's the word? You have to put it in effect. So if the individuals that are around you, though, that is on the paper are protecting you from it being exercised on you, then what do you do? I I heard the other day Damon Dash speaking in reference to and it may have been an old, you know, video, but he was speaking about a contract and paper means absolutely nothing unless it's enforced. So that's true. At the end of the day, you know. This this is where, as a culture, we oftentimes can get swindled, if you will, because mm-hmm. we're we're trying to do things by the book. Because there's uh, uh, it's been told time and time again, in order for you to to get ahead, you got to do it the right way and by the book. But that's where you have phrases such as every time you get to the finish line, they keep on moving it. So it's one of those things that you make a great point. But if no one's going to enforce it because you're bringing us and you're making billions for us with your presence, Mm -hmm. we're going to find a way to pay these individuals off. And as someone said, and it may have been you, that if individuals are serious about it, why don't they push it from a standpoint of legally and enforcing it to deal with the prison time? Because there's a level of intolerance that he has for people and right. that he doesn't like give him a taste of what that intolerance is especially when you bring it on yourself if everything that he says or everything that's being said about him is accurate i don't know but again a lot of times it's one of those things where people in different situations say and do things that mm-hmm. may or may not be true and there's no one rule applicable to every situation However, when you have an individual that was a psychiatrist on the show that was being seen regularly on the show and they were discussing with her how they could make her a a reoccurring part of what they did. But because when Bill O'Reilly made a right towards his hotel room and she made a left towards the bar when he said, come on with me, that seemed to end that relationship, which is why she filed a complaint because It stopped her career because based upon her perspective, it appeared that because she did not sleep with him, she didn't get the gig. She didn't get the part. She didn't get the part. Thank you, baby. I'm sorry. Okay, no problem. I just want to say this and then I'm going to go. It's funny how, once again, everybody, there's people that's not up in arms about this situation because it now is reoccurring. The irony of it is, is when Tiger Woods slept with all those women, which were consensual, he got pulled, everything got pulled away from that man immediately. Come on Every, now. Everybody was pulling out on him. We even was clowning him. You know what I'm saying? We was right. like rotting this guy. Right. This dude right here, Bill O'Reilly, is crazy. And, and when we talked about, I heard y'all talking about Bill Cosby. Unfortunately, Bill Cosby, after he, after they um, exposed that deposition of him saying um, that he did drug some women or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what that's when it all of a sudden hit stuff started getting taken away from him. Mm-hmm. Because this time it was documentation. Gotcha. So, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying Bill was right or wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, it's, it's, I'm going about his own words of him saying what he said in a deposition that they were trying to say that wasn't sort of been exposed, but we all know that it can be put out for public, um, you know, public opinion or whatever. You know, so that situation... Yeah, Bill got built because people was on Bill's side too. They was like, everybody's come out of Woodworth. Bill, Bill, Bill. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But as soon as he that paper came, I was like, oh no, nah, Bill. Well, you ah. make a good point because that's the equivalent. If you say that, that's no different than you hearing Donald Trump saying, "I grabbed that pussy." 
Yeah. That's no different. It's true. Yeah. It's and, no and, and, and see. And he, and he becomes the president of the United States and Bill loses his star. It's amazing. Right. And <laughs> thank you for calling. Thanks, Renee. No problem. Thank you for listening. Thank you all again. And and here's what, you, what we have to do when it is, whether it's a Bill Cosby who may happen to be a black person and or Donald Trump who happens to be a white person. When you hear and you understand that this is the evidence that says this is what I did, Mm -hmm. then you have to look at it and say this is what I did. We can't protect imagery for the sake of truth. Right. Because especially we as people of color, we have oftentimes taken on the successes of our stars that look like us and the failures as well. So as if it's going to be a blow against us and make it that much more difficult for us to be successful because this is what this person did where white people are not confined to those parameters because the four, the, the founders of this country made it at such where all men are created equal unless you're three-fifths of a human being. Come on. So the legalities behind it, this is the world that we live in. If you know the language, if you know the legal, if you know the words, you can make it sound like it makes sense. But when you're living it, that's when you find out, well, it's not balanced. There is a, a, a double standard. We're talking about it all. Let's go to the lines. Hey, you're on with Monique and Sydney. Let's go to the lines. Hello. It's Nicole from Texas. How are y'all? We're wonderful, good, wonderful. From Texas. Fabulous. So my biggest thing, and I keep hearing the people you were mentioning about why they don't move forward with pressing charges, mm-hmm. Bill O'Reilly has billions and millions of dollars behind him. They can keep that in court forever and ever and ever and ever. And the normal Mary Jane who got harassed on her job and is now being blackballed and can't find something else cannot afford to put in the effort to try and beat the system that is set up behind. Good point. Good point. Very good point. So that's why they take the settlement. That that makes sense. They they will drag it out for years. And you can't work while you're waiting, and it's it's ridiculous. So it's unfortunate that they're not held to the same standard. Um, But that was my comment. So thank you all for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Nicole. And that's that's real talk. I mean, if you're in a situation where you trying to make ends meet, and this dude was trying to meet your ends, okay? (laughs) And based upon that, you was like, well, listen, I'm going to sue you. And he's like, well, I'm going to pay you. And then you say, well, thank you. And then you go about your business because the reality is what uh, Nicole just said. And that is, you could be in court for a very long time, and if you don't have the funds to fight it, which is what typically the machine, if you will, knows that people are not going to fight. It's kind of like Donald Trump recently, or uh, uh, it may have been a while ago. I'm not sure the time period. There was some issues with the membership of a uh, uh, club that he had bought that was failing. And he had bought it for several million dollars. And what was happening were the people who were the uh, members wanted to leave because they weren't getting what it was that they were uh, supposed to get, and they wanted to leave, and essentially it boiled down to him saying, you can't use the club, but you still got to pay the membership. And he was suing these individuals and wanted to take them to court. He ended up settling, and a lot of people dropped out, and though he may have had to pay let's say $5 million, he avoided paying $20 million because there were a lot of people that didn't want to be a part of it to continue on with this lawsuit because there's some people that make a living out of going to court. They're very familiar. They're very comfortable with going to court. Most people, as Nicole just said, don't have the time, the gumption. It seems scary. It's court, you know what I mean, to go. So uh, an individual with money is allowed to pass, but I think there's another narrative that we have to look at, and that's when we ask ourselves, do we support these individuals that are taking advantage of us constantly, or do we speak up? So that you do put the facts out there, and then you do find out that it's not just you. You're not the special one. You just happen to be a part of a bunch of individuals that have been violated. You know... When I listen to 
the sisters and, and the callers, and they're saying, and Nicole said, you know, they settle because you can't go to court. You, you, you can't fight the machine. Well, how do we change that? Because if that's the, if that's the case, and everybody feels that way, this is why you do have the Bill O'Reilly's. This is why for so long, if what they said Bill Cosby did was why he was able to do it. This is why for so long, networks and, 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 and music companies, why people are able to get away with it for so long. Because the fear of, you can't fight me. I'll make sure you lose your livelihood if you try to fight me. That's when you say, listen, I can't fight you that way. You're right. I can't. But goddamn, if I ain't gonna fight you this way, it only seems that it seems the mo- the inexpensive answer to that would be the only thing that you could do in this world of social media, which you find out things on social media sometimes weeks before the news gets it, is to maybe speak up through social media, and then what you find is when you see you're not alone, mm. then that's when collectively what one could not do, many could. So you're in a position where it's kind of like when you see these drug companies out here, one person can't go against them. But when you have a class action lawsuit where there are many people that are dealing with them, it gives them a little bit more leverage because now you keep running into case after case and documentation after documentation where, okay, that's only one isolated incident versus speaking up. And the, the, the biggest thing is not so much going to court. The real fear comes from speaking up because we live in a world where people will support those that are powerful despite the fact that they know that they're wrong, and which is a different conversation and deeper, and that is what are we willing to do when we see wrong being done? Even when it's done to someone else, not just ourselves, do we speak up about it? Do we support it? Because we know folks and seen folks, and I'm sure you have, where they saw it and you saw it, but shit, I ain't saying nothing. Because mm-hmm. you, you know what it's going to be. That happens in the hood. This is the reason why when the police come in, folks saying, I'm not snitching. I live here. This is what's going to happen to me. So it's a level of courage, and then you say, why do some do it in one? Why do some not? And you see what happens when folks speak up. The thing about it is, are you looking to be free from individuals that are holding you down? Are you looking to be free from the individuals that are holding others down? And it appears that these women who have spoken out, who, in my humble opinion, based upon me being the grandson of a woman... (laughs) The, the child of a woman. Women are some of the most underappreciated and violated species in this world. And there's a level of intellect that you have to have as a woman because men typically rule by force and power. So in order for them to be able to sustain and even be in the workplace to be a peer of a Bill O'Reilly or of a Donald Trump or to be a Monique who is an Academy Award winner, there's a level of effort that you have to exhibit that is beyond what the average man and specifically in our culture white man has to extend you know as we're talking about it y'all if you're just joining us uh they a double standard for the bill o'reilly's of the world and when you think about donald trump saying and supporting this man but there were some young men in new york that were charged with rape a woman in the park. Right. Donald Trump said, kill them. Kill them. Like, get get them done. This man, and they wind up being innocent. They were falsely accused. And I don't think he ever came out and gave a public apology. I don't think he did. Now, you have this Bill O'Reilly, this white man, and you have a group of white women saying, this is what happened. This is what happened. We're telling you what happened. And he's saying it's okay. This is a question that you would pose, that I would pose to men like that. Donald Trump has two daughters. I think Tiffany and Ivanka. So you pose the question, if Tiffany and Ivanka had dinner with Bill O'Reilly and Bill O'Reilly, while they were sitting there, slipped his hand under that table and grabbed your daughters by the pussy because you said that's what you do because being a star, that's what you're allowed to do. It allows you to do And it. if your daughters came back and said to you, listen, I was sitting on the left and Tiffany was on the right and he grabbed both our pussies at the same time. What do you then say to Bill O'Reilly? What do you say to Bill O'Reilly? What do you say to your daughters? Do you say to your daughters, listen, don't bring that shit to me. 
That's just what we do. Or do you punch Bill O'Reilly in the mouth for violating your daughters? So it, it, it appears that these men who feel like I'm above the law. So if we go back to, again, when Donald Trump said, let's make America great again, y'all, did we know what he was talking about? In my humble opinion, I believe he was talking about it was a time when white men ruled and we didn't answer to nobody. So me grabbing somebody up in their pussy, what are y'all? Are y'all crazy? Me saying to a woman, follow me to my room and now you want to put a Are you crazy? And that's the response you're almost getting from these men when they have to respond to it. At K. Sippy said there is a difference between making a pass at a woman and rape, silly. (laughs) And... I would have to agree there is a difference. Yes. But, silly, you've got to take in consideration that when you are a person who is in a position to be empowered over someone's livelihood and job, you making a pass at them and them rejecting your pass is almost like business rape because now you're putting them in a situation where they don't know if they take your pass whether it's going to be positive, negative, and if they don't take your pass, whether they're going to be passed over Mm. like this lady was. So you're in a catch-22 situation. So essentially, you're raping a person of being allowed to do things the right way. So though it may not physically be taking away from the individual, you are mentally and potentially financially and again, not physically raping them, but mentally uh, uh, and and financially taking advantage of someone just because you're misappropriating your power or your usage of power. We're talking about it today, y'all. Is there a double standard for the Bill O'Reillys of the world? And why do they keep getting passes? Why do they keep getting passes? There are men right now of all colors that are sitting in jail, as they should be. Because they were inappropriate. There are men right now that have lost their employment, as they should have, because they were inappropriate. Women as well. What makes these people different? Recently, there was an article, I believe, uh, in Variety, or one of the pieces that we read where the president of BET, Deborah Lee, was in violation based upon what an employee said, Zola, I forget her last name, that she was on leave Mm -hmm. and that now she wrote up to the world at large that she was stepping down and she's like, what are you talking about? Now, this is a black woman Mm -hmm. and another black woman. Mm -hmm. But what we find is if everything is accurate with this uh, Zola, and again, I apologize for not remembering her last name, is saying it's a misappropriation of power. We're going to the lines, baby. 404 Hey, this you're on with Monique and Sydney. What's your name? Hey, this is Dwayne from Flint. How y'all doing today? Super, super. Talk to us, baby. <laughs> Man, y'all, I mean, the, the system works itself out every single day. You know, it just proves itself to stand true. So like y'all keep saying, what America was built on. You know, you know, just men and white men specifically being able to get over and I mean, just let's let's think about what we're not talking about. Let's think about how many women there are. I'm glad you just brought up that point, Sid, about how women have to be ten times more intellectual and still get knocked to the ground every single day. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, they just go through hell. Let's talk about how many women I bet there are, other than two or three we've heard of, in his case specifically, who went to those hotels, and when they didn't turn right, when he turned right to go to his goddamn room, (laughs) (laughs) about what opportunities they missed out on and then how 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 their lives may stop in those tracks dead right there and they might not tell the story and they might not live to see another opportunity because we have billion dollar companies like fox themselves stand behind motherfuckers who do shit like this every day i mean and it's like we could talk about it all day long and i really don't talk about it much until i call (laughs) y'all but it's like what is the solution y'all i mean what 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 where can we what do we do in in a system that was built on this and it protects itself every day when we have a man in office who stands behind these motherfuckers who boldly do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do we do? What do we do, y'all? <laughs> I, I, you make a great point. We appreciate you calling in, brother. Absolutely. When you say, what do we do? And see, here's where I think people feel like, well, my voice won't matter, so I'm not going to say anything. My voice won't matter, so I'm not going to say anything. Every voice matters. 
And if all of those voices join together, if a million people said today, you know what? Fuck not watching Bill O'Reilly. I'm not watching nothing that comes on the Fox networks at all. If people said that, that may make change where they say, well, okay, what do we do? However, you said, well, do we penalize everybody for one person's mishaps? Like, do we take away from everybody because one person fucked it up and that becomes unfair? So you can't say, well, don't nobody fuck with nothing that happens. But you got to say, guys, we got to take this one. We got to take this one and we got to do something about it because now you have women saying, well, I was he spoke to me inappropriately or he may have touched inappropriately. Well, what happens when that woman says, well, I was actually raped? Then what happens? Then what do we do? Do we keep writing a check to cover it up? So when that brother says, how do we fix it? That's a open. And Hammond just said that, um, and, and, and basically folks were speaking in reference to um, when women have a tendency of saying things on men that are not true and their thoughts and feelings in reference to that. And it's one of those things where that's real. We live in a world where people are dishonest. We live in a world where people aren't willing to tell the truth. And the question is, when you ask, what do you do in reference to it? Because, again, this is not something, despite the fact that it is obvious on a daily basis and on a historic basis that we've seen how people, that the the rules and the laws have been swayed in a direction geared for the color of man that, in quotes, founded this country. But what happens is when you see people, one voice, as you said, somebody says something, somebody else says something, someone else says something, and you speak up in reference to mm-hmm. it, you have a better chance. You have a better chance of getting something done than if you keep it to yourself. For years, nobody knew about the guy Sandusky, but there were undertones about it at Penn State. But then one person spoke out, and then someone else, and then someone else, and then we saw what happened. And the reality is it's only a matter of time if you're mistreating people before you mistreat the wrong person. And then something is said and something is done. And hopefully when you see Trump voted into office, there was, um, I believe it was on CNN or they would no. it was with your boy on the messy truth van. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was speaking to farmers who had voted Trump into office because they believed in what he was saying. But now some of the legislation that he's trying to pass is going to hurt the, the farmers dealing with immigrant workers coming in who are picking these crops. No different than the Chinese Exclusion Act, which uh, whites had an issue with. These Chinese people doing jobs that they didn't want them to do. So they wanted to exclude them from being able to work, but they were taking jobs that they didn't want. This is the same thing happening all over again. But when you see that, I think what may change things when people see that the very person that they voted for is the very person that's choking them out. See, it's easy to, to speak negatively about Obamacare and what all it doesn't do. However, it's something different when you think about what the intentions of it were to do. And you can't blame a man because hospitals and and the the medical field is greedy. Mm. You this was not designed for that because you live in a world and we say this is the greatest country in the world. There's some wonderful things about it. But when you can go to Europe and nobody's going to get kicked out and everybody's going to get taken care of because they're a human being, you say, well, what do we look at ourselves at? What do we look at ourselves as? Because you don't have insurance, we're going to throw you out. Welcome. Welcome. To to America, the greatest country ever. I think the whole thing with the health plan, and this is just my humble opinion, what was before Obamacare? What was Nothing. the plan that any of the presidents came up with and said, we want to get insurance for the citizens of this country? Was Did, did anybody come with anything? Not that Nothing. I know of. So I think 
in my humble opinion, this fight is we cannot let it go down in history that this black man came up with something that was going to give insurance to the citizens of this country. We cannot let that be in history that it was a black man who said, how do we come up with something that we know the people of the country will be protected? And it's called Obamacare. So now you have a group of people fighting for something that, like you said, they don't have a solution for. We just want to get this off the books. And if you notice, when we see movies like Hidden Figures, see, this will become a hidden figure. Because now, 100 years from now, you got to do your history to find out, oh, shit, it was a black president who said, let's get insurance for the citizens of this country. So I really think that's what that whole fight is about. Because when you're so adamant about it, it's like, well, on your first day in, you said you was getting rid of that shit. You were supposed to be on your plane writing down. This is what we're going to do. Here's and, the plan. And that, Tayshana, this conversation is not to bash Trump. This conversation, and when you say fair and balanced, what this is supposed to be is commentary regarding what it is that we see. If you can provide us with something that shows something differently, we welcome it. Because all we're looking for is the truth. All we're speaking about is the truth. To say Donald Trump didn't appear to be a great businessman, that would be false. He appeared to be a great businessman. But when you start peeling the layers back and you start hearing the businessmen who they dealt with say that, no, he wasn't so great. We were really getting ready to come for him and take what he had away, but we realized that he was going to be more valuable to us alive than if we killed his business career. So because we can charge more for square footage uh, Mm -hmm. with his name on it, he has no ownership of it, but we'll put his name up because it seems his his hyperbole allows us and his hyperbole regarding his business prowess will allow us to make money. And now you're getting an opportunity to see there's a level of unreasonability that you're able to perhaps be a business titan, but you cannot be presidential with that same type of mindset and technique. You know, when when we read the comments and uh, someone just wrote, um, balance and fair, yeah, right. Well, you as an individual, are you balanced and fair? Just you as an individual, are you balanced and fair? Because if you're balanced and fair and the next one is balanced and fair, you see how that snowball effect can happen? So oftentimes what we may find is for people that speak and they say, yeah, right, being positive, then you got to say, well, are you positive? Are you positive? So when you start asking those questions or really making a statement and you put a question mark with exclamation points like fan balance, yeah, right, Look at you in the mirror and say, am I doing my part to be fair and balanced? And someone asked. Uh, <laughs> he said, I'm so, balanced if I have my meds. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> someone asked if uh, 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 if Trump was a, such a good business person, why would he have gone bankrupt several times? And someone else said, well, if he was able to sell his name, he's a good businessman. Whether someone's good in terms of business or not is subjective. It's kind of like somebody saying he made a whole lot of money. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Because to you, a million dollars may not mean anything. To somebody else, 25000 means a whole lot. But I remember mm, 1988, 89, reading The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. I was like 19, 20 years old. And... There was one line that stood out in it to me regarding how he gathered information and it changed his life. He said it was an artist friend of his who he would not name. And he went into a room and he said, you want to see me make $5,000? And he said, yeah. And he took several cans of paint and threw it on a canvas and walked away and said, I just made $5,000. I heard that. And what he said was... The art doesn't really have to be good. It's just perceived that the artist is good and that it will have value to it. Well, he took that and he ran with it as a businessman because you believe that all of these companies that he owns, but he's lending his name. It's actually smart from a licensing perspective. But one would say, why do you have to invest in so much hyperbole to blow you up? And the reason being is 
he knows that people will buy into it. That's the reason why he's the president right now. But Billy Bush, who was a younger guy, just going on along with Mr. Trump. Like, you got to see Sean Spice out there trying to make excuses for what Donald Trump has said. But, and he goes along with it, and he's a grown-ass man. Billy Bush was a young man listening to somebody who is could can be considered in their own way by some an icon, big time, big league, as he would say, Mm -hmm. but he don't have a job anymore. Mm -hmm. And all he did was like, listen and all like a puppy dog taking notes. But this is the man who said it, and he's the president of the United States of America. Oh, baby, we talked about it. Is there a double standard for the Bill O'Reilly's of the world? And what do we do? What do we do about it? So listen, we want to thank y'all for y'all calling in. Because once we got this call-in number, baby, what? Fun. Fun. And Big Mike, we know you listening, baby, and you couldn't get through the day, but we dig you, baby. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. And and I'd like to say, if you're watching, and if you can, if you have the intestinal fortitude, if you don't want to support what you will one day succumb to, because mm. the people that you watch doing wrong to others – Don't worry. It's only a matter of time before they turn their scope towards you. But think about it. And if you see something that's not right, say something about it. Speak up about it. Because it's the world's way of saying we want to do better. Sometimes you're not going to get the apology from the human being and get them to do right. I believe had the the dreams of Christmas past, present, and future not had come about, Our brother, Mr. Scrooge, would not have changed his tune. But because of their arrival, he got the chance to see things differently. And sometimes we have to be the ghost of Christmas past, present, Mm. and future for people to let folks know, listen, we understand that you're powerful, but what's wrong with everybody being empowered and you not being empowered over everyone else? You know, Daddy, I know, I know this is a whole nother show because that word power and powerful and it's like, what does that bullshit really mean? It means I got the power in some people's mind to take your livelihood away. Yes. Yes. So when we talking about double standards, we talking about an individual like, you know, a brother like Lee Daniels. Come who on. Want to speak out and say how difficult you are. But if you look at the things that he said recently about how Mentally, he was in a different place and wanted to commit suicide when he was younger. But then you hear about him owing Damon Dash a couple million dollars and things of that nature. And you start to say, well, wait a minute. Why is this person having these difficulties with these other people? But then he's going to say, you're difficult. And then there would be people that buy into that. And you say, because he's a human being trying to find his way. It ain't because he's a terrible guy. It ain't because he's the worst. It's You, in the words of what my brother Isaiah Washington said to me, he said, man, you never know what's in another person's medicine cabinet. And you are absolutely right. You don't know. And on that note, baby, check your meds. Check your meds. (laughs) Check your meds. We want to thank y'all, and, and, and the response that we're getting with this show and the comments that y'all are making, this is exactly why we do the show. This is exactly why we do the show. So for all of y'all, and sometimes it be going so fast and we get a chance to read some of them, but we want y'all to know we see them and we appreciate it. And for y'all that's saying, this needs to be on TV and this needs to, oh my goodness, this is the real conversation. Let folks know. Let folks know. Let folks know. And tell a friend, tell another friend, and tell another friend, this is where you come. Where there's absolutely no judgment and it's total freedom. And we ain't fucked up by words like fucked up. So, please. West Coast, tell them. Pussy dick, motherfucker. Ram, ham, tomato. Come on. Uh, uh, uh. We want to thank you all, my babies. Please pass the word on Monique and Sydney's open relationship. When you show up, you never know what you might get. You like that, Ron? I love it. I put it together. Get it. All right, y'all. Like my daddy always says, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.